This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Caroline Darney for the win at CW Darney on Twitter. Uh, is not only an outstanding reporter on ACC Matters, she just so happens to be maybe uh, the most level-headed Virginia fan I know. Wow. And she joins us. Look, that's not exactly a compliment, just so you know. It's well, I, not I mean, exactly... Like- I'll take that every day of the week. I appreciate that. You know, those two those two statements rarely go together. See, that's why. That's why it's yeah. a low bar. Oh, it's a huge compliment. Huge uh, compliment. So, so the reason why we're we're talking with Caroline Dorney because over the weekend, so some people might have it might have escaped them with everything else that was going on. We had a Super Bowl that we're all focused on completely. Uh, LeBron James broke a record. Kevin Durant got traded. All of that. Shouts to the NBA, by the way, for taking the Super Bowl off the. Uh, uh, off the sports, our sports minds for about three days. Uh, but Duke and Virginia ended in a, well, it didn't end, but at the end of regulation, a uh, somewhat yeah. controversial uh, occurrence where a foul was called, um, where it probably was a foul on Reese Beekman, but they call, I think they called it on somebody else. And Kyle yeah. Filipowski probably, sh- well, should have, if they called a foul, should have been at the free throw line, wasn't. They took the foul off the board. Virginia won an overtime, and I had no problem zero problem if they don't call the foul because we've seen that not called before and yeah. Virginia as good as they are. Hey, look, Duke played well. Take that and go home. That's fine. Uh, no problem. But the way it played out was a problem. So, uh, Caroline Darney, uh, if they call the foul, should yeah. Kyle Filipowski have been shooting free throws? So this is a complicated question. They called the foul, as you mentioned, on Ryan Dunn. So this is the thing. There's so many pieces, and there were so many mistakes made by, and I'm not even going to say by the players. This is mistakes made by the referees and then later, I think, ACC officials. And by that, I mean the biggest mistake was blowing the whistle in the first place because I agree with you. Um, I looked at stat broadcast today. I think it was for the last, about the last four and a half minutes of that game. Right. The refs did not call a single foul. And if you remember, that game was, tight down the stretch obviously if it's tied at you know the buzzer going up um the only foul that they called was one that virginia gave by reese beekman with like 10 seconds left or whatever it was Mm -hmm. so there was a lot of contact in the paint that was not being called throughout the last few minutes of the game which fine you know it is what it is i all all, a lot of the fans across the acc have asked for this season and seasons before is consistency and so if you're not making those calls and don't decide to make it. I mean, you can make the argument for the Super Bowl last night, right? So if you're not calling that hold for the other three quarters, do not call it with a minute and a half left. Um, and so you, you, I and, I, you and I don't agree as much as you think we do, but that's fine. I'll continue. That's, this is just how I'm, I'm looking at it is like the first mistake I think they made was blowing the whistle um, because I think it was a close play that yeah. was either way. And so if they did not blow the whistle, we do not have this drama no not the at all second biggest mistake was issuing the statement in mm. my opinion <laughs> because the statement made everything worse because in the statement they say that the foul was assessed on ryan dunn right so you're asking you know if, if it was a foul should he have shot free throws well then you get into the technicality of i spent an hour this morning scouring the rule books looking for information on blocks 
right. because they mentioned the the, fl- the path of the ball or the flight of the ball, et cetera. The ball's My still question- in flight. The ball. The, in, in, right. other, in other words, if the shot, if they get the shot off before the buzzer, which Filipowski clearly does, and yes, there is a foul that. in any part of that sequence, then it's a foul. Unless, in my opinion, and this is what I couldn't find any clarification on, the path of the ball is disrupted by a block, which is what the non-call on Reese Beekman would imply. So this is where things get dicey, right? So if you're saying that Reese Beekman at 6'3", he did go straight up. I, look, we can have conversations all day long as to whether or not he got ball first in hand, which right. is allowed for the rules, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, but the ref determined in that moment the foul was not on Reese Beekman. Reese Beekman affected the flight of the ball. So at that point, is it still the shot? You know, this is where things I said, like I said, get hairy. Because, again, I can't find anything in there about blocks or blocking. And I'm sure it, it's hard to search because blocks comes up with block charge. And you don't want any of that uh, drama. No, we don't. Ugh. Exactly. Here's so all, this to say, all this is to say, if they decide that it's undone, there is very little, if any, evidence that Dunn fouled him. I no. think that is the most agree. part. So in, in retrospect, what the statement does is say, oh, it should have been a foul on Dunn and Philip Hasby should have shot two free throws. That's worse, I think, as an outcome. Way worse. Because then going to issue a statement to Virginia saying, oh, Dunn didn't actually commit a foul, but we put <laughs> this guy on the free throw line. No, they're not going to do that. So the end result is, not a loss. For, not They didn't get handed a loss. That's my biggest beef with this whole thing, yeah. I think, is the people saying, like, Duke got handed a loss by the refs. No, they went to overtime. All right, so here's here's where like, you, you and I are going to uh, part agreement. Uh, okay. One, I don't think it matters what they have called before. Same, I talked about this already in the football game. I don't think it matters what they have called or not called before. Uh, if the referees see a foul and... Yeah. They call and a foul, I'm, then that's a foul, and I have no problem I with it. I agree that it should not be something that's like, in this moment, you can't call that. Right. Like, that's the thing, like, you know, because people will say, like, oh, I bet you thought it was a foul when Kyle Guy got hit. Yeah, it was a foul when Kyle Guy, <laughs> Guy got hit against Auburn. Like, you call that in that situation because it's a clear and obvious foul. That's where I think the Reese going straight up in the the – I also think the discussion is maybe a little bit different if, like, this is the equivalent of Jeremy Roach – blocking Caden Shedrick. Like, I feel like that's lost in this, is the athleticism of the play that Reese Beekman made is It's wild. a great play. It's a great play. And again, I would have been okay if they don't make the call. Yeah. My, my yeah. whole point is this, and this is what I said on Twitter, uh, and I didn't, you, you and I took our, our conversation about this <laughs> offline, yeah. uh, so as it was just you and I and not everybody in the world. Right. Uh, you know, I, I didn't want Elon Musk yeah. kicking me off Twitter yeah. because I didn't like the uh, the way this was adjudicated. And frankly, I didn't care. Uh, and I at the beginning, I said, if they call nothing, I'm okay with it. But they didn't. Uh, my I have two points about this. The first is they call the incorrect player for a foul often. I'm not saying it happens every game. But they get that wrong enough to where it's not out of the realm of possibility that with two guys defending on the play, they got the wrong guy for the foul in their minds. Um, how do they? How do they not fix that in the statement, though? That, that's because the ACC's problem. The, it's the ACC statement that was bad, and I don't know why. Because maybe they didn't look at the video. That exacerbates the problem. No, 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 there's no question about that. Let me just yeah. let me just fin- finish this real quick. Because yeah. the yeah. real problem is this. 
that once they once they realize once they assess a foul, if the shot would have been good had it gone, then the foul is the foul, and it doesn't really matter whether that foul occurred after the light went on or not. If they decide to assess a foul, um, this is, and I think that's I agree because I think this is where it comes in with the whole who it was on. And the fact that it was the flight of the ball, Reese blocked it. Like, that is why that shot went so wild, because Reese blocked it. Like, whether or not you think he got arm first or all these other things, Reese touched the ball and impacted yeah. the flight of the ball. No, so no, after- no question. I don't think any of that matters, to be honest. But I think that is if any other play is going on, right? So if someone is, you know, blocking the ball and that play is not determined to be a foul, but they land and then they say that it's a foul or whatever, then that's not in the, like, that's where I think it gets dicey. And that's where it's after the, the horn went off is what they were saying. That was the, and, and the other part that really made things bad was the in arena announcer said they determined there was no foul. Well, that's not allowed. They <laughs> right. determined think that the foul was after the shot process of Reese versus Philip Housley. Well, maybe and that's semantics done. because if the you know because yeah. if it happens after, it absolutely is. And I think my guess is it was probably something similar to. And I'm not defending this to, for people who might want to. I've been called a, a nitwit and an idiot and whatever else. I'm just saying somebody called you a nitwit. Right in 2023, like a how, how come nincompoop didn't come uh, no, come up? Like, you know, um, Ignoramus. I think it's similar to a play in which, rather than calling like an over the back and giving a player a foul on a rebound attempt, they just give the ball to Out the team bounds. it was clearly off on. Yeah, and so the refs probably were like, "Ugh, we messed this up big time. We can't really call inadvertent whistle. We can't." You know, and they decided that oh, this was the play. This play of Reese versus Filipowski ended, and now it's after the buzzer when Ryan Dunn gets involved, and therefore it's not a foul because it like or the foul occurred after. Not that the foul was waved off. They're saying sure the foul happened and whatever. Then the ACC gets involved and adds the flight of the ball and the other no, stuff. And the, that, that statement so, by the ACC was bad. Um, I, I I agree. Um, yeah. What we need, legitimately, what we need is what the NFL pr- uh, provided last night after the football game, uh, where they have a pool reporter. She asked right. Carl Sheffers the question, and he goes, "No, he was, uh, was a jersey pull right off the line of scrimmage. Right. It, it impeded the uh, the pass route. End of discussion." There were, he said there was no debate yeah. because w- we saw the play. We saw the we saw the the. The penalty right off right. the play. So there was no debate uh, yeah. in this. It would be great if I don't know who the crew chief was. I know our our friend Tim Clockerty. He was one of the officials on the play. My, yeah. see, my issue was that it didn't appear that any of the three officials really knew the rule, uh, which was probably. Yeah, or clearly the rules are so convoluted that there's an issue there. Because, I yeah. went, again, I went through the whole thing. And so what really, really stinks to me in this whole situation is. One, that was a really, really fun game to watch, to cover, to be in the arena for. And now this is all that's going to talk about. And I feel bad. I do. I, ah, honestly, I don't think anybody's talking about it anymore. I really don't. The tough ending. To, not, I even, mean, the, not even John here. asked about it this morning. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure he was. Yeah. Uh, but, but I, mean, I mean, like, the one thing that I do think that the, why the ACC may have made a statement is this is now two late game situations that 
would be extraordinarily frustrating for you if you're a Duke fan or Kyle Filipowski specifically, and both in the state of Virginia. I don't really think there's a Virginia, um, like, you know. Oh, that's right. A a similar thing happened up at uh, Virginia Tech. Right. Yeah. So I think part of this was the ACC. And, I mean, there's a lot. There's just been so much more referee talk. No one, no one wants to talk about the refs. That, that, talk- that's why we should never have press conferences involving referees ever, 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 ever. And so it's the whole thing. You know, the coaches can't say anything or else they get fined. See, that's like, dumb too. The coaches should be allowed to say something. Yeah, it's and that's so the whole thing. It's a big mess. I feel you know. And here's here's the big thing, right? <laughs> Duke could have turned it over last. Virginia could have oh, made more free throws. Twenty-two <laughs> turnovers. That's why Duke lost. You can't turn it over to – gosh, when you play Virginia, when you play Virginia, there's only like 30 possessions. How do you turn yeah. it over 22 times? Well, and you can't – Virginia, you can't put yourself in the position where you go way under your average from the free throw line. Right. They missed nine free throws in the in regulation. Like, this is a blowout if, you know. Right. Is, is Beekman going to stay healthy? Adam Golden Studio with my man, Coach Pete DeRuta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. You have a 401k, but you're changing jobs. You're taking that 401k with you. Next step. Well, a lot of people leave it behind, which is not a good thing. I mean, if you're not at the company anymore, your 401k shouldn't either. That's when it's time for my 401k survival oh, oh, look box at that. set. You see it right here. I've got workbooks, <laughs> guidebooks, DVDs in here that explain everything about your 401k. More importantly, how to build a lifetime income. It's a $300 value. I'm also going to give you a total retirement plan, which is a $1,000 value for the next 18 of you who call right now. No cost or obligation. Call. 888-843-0013 or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Is Beekman? Yeah. Oh, God, he better. Yeah. He's a he looks so much. He's, he's finally back to that. Oh, man, he is so athletic. He's but a heck of a player. He went up and met him in there. Like, that's the, yeah. that's the conversation. You know, like those, there were so many great plays in that game. You know, you saw... So many. There was, I think, it was a drive by Proctor in overtime where he just kind of dribbled around, and you're like, "Oh, he's going to lose it," and then like had this beautiful hook shot. You had Grandson tying it, like Armand going off. Like it was just such a great, fun game, and hopefully, eventually, you know, like eventually, people will get out of the mentions of people who cover Virginia or the Virginia official accounts and stop saying like, "You stole the game." No, nobody, uh, nobody stole anything. Again, yeah. would have been fine <laughs> if they just. Oh, we're going overtime, and then Virginia blew Duke's doors off, and that's what happens. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Duke's starting a whole bunch of t- you know kids in diapers, and uh, Virginia's got a bunch of older guys, which is fine. Ke- I mean, Kihei he- Clark has been there. This this is eighth year. Yeah, he played with Ralph Sampson. <laughs> <laughs> Caroline Darney for the win at CW Darney on Twitter. Again, the most level-headed Virginia fan I know. <laughs> which is a short list. Uh, I appreciate your time. Uh, be well. Talk, we'll talk to you soon. All right, see ya. Thanks. Caroline Dornick. So when I was looking to transfer, it was um, a lot of one-on-one, and it didn't feel like I got lost in a huge university because I knew that if I came here, there was going to be someone I could talk to about every aspect of the courses I needed to take, but also, too, I loved the smaller classroom sizes, and I liked how interactive and immersive all of the learning was going to be. It wasn't just going to be me sitting in a room with a couple hundred people and a professor who didn't know my name. To find out more about transferring to William Peace University, visit peace.edu.